Welcome back, everybody, to uh, Filtering the BS Up Podcast. Today, uh, long-awaited episode. Uh, schedule's really busy, so it was really hard Guess to get what? this episode. We're not dead, bitches. Yeah, we're not dead. We're still here, still bringing you that quality content. Uh, today, more, more Fortnite, more John Wick, and... Uh, more headlines that will just absolutely make you say wow. Um, so, um, also, uh, before we get into it, a uh, quick announcement. Uh, we'll be more active on the, on the Twitter and on the emails. Uh, like I said, we've been real busy, but... This is, we've still been planning out these episodes, and we're going to start uh, kicking more out to you. Uh, more quality, more frequently. But uh, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Alright, first things first. Uh, we've actually gotten our trailer for John Wick uh, Parabellum. And I thought it it looked pretty good. Uh now with trailers that look pretty good on iffy movies that i mean it's not an iffy movie it's a third movie in the series which means it's either going to be really good or really bad um so that's my only concern but the trailer looked really good so i think that this will be a pretty good movie but more importantly than how the movie's gonna do. Dogs. Holly Berry, uh, we have talked about it before, Holly Berry is actually uh, in the movie as one of the hitmen. Uh, I believe she will be uh, one of John Wick's accomplices uh, helping him escape. But, um, not only... Is she going to be acting in the film? She will uh, be putting her hand in training the the K uh, nine co stars. So, uh, so you know, John Wick, uh, the movies and the the character himself have great uh, relationship for dogs. Now. Uh, now obviously, these dogs are gonna, uh, as Johnny Cash would have said, get tough or die. So, Harley Berry's gonna be training these dogs, um, and she's been doing pretty well, um, so, you know, coming from the director, she has gotten... She has achieved the behavior that she has hoped from the dogs. And, uh, so she also is spending time with them offset to, uh, also help with the relationship. Um, so she has a cat, which, um, so she has a cat. Her cat's name's Spanky. Along with uh, two labradoodles, so that that, that probably plays a, a role into how well she did with these animals. I don't know if she has any prior um, 
experience with training animals. So this is interesting. And honestly, I'm looking forward to seeing one of these uh, one of these canines winning a an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, they're probably probably gonna die. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, they, they let's have... just face the facts here. John Wick and dogs. Yeah, they have bad luck. Them two words makes Peter tremble in their pants and dribble a little bit. Because, you know, it's just no fact that John Wick and dogs don't end very well. Normally a dog does. So, um... So, yeah. Um... So, actually, it turns out that, uh... Her two dogs are actually five dogs. Five different dogs. So, uh... So, she's, uh... Uh... A uh, Belgian Malinois? I'm not a big dog breed person, so I don't know how to pronounce that. Malinois. Um, let's stick with Malinois. Belgian Malinois. Uh, uh, never but, heard of it. Yeah, neither have I. Uh, they kind of look like shepherd, like... Uh, yeah, they kind of look like shepherds. But, uh... So, yeah, so... So, I'll give you a little insight in the movie. These dogs will be uh, fighting dogs. Uh, she's been training them to attack actors on cue. Uh, but... I'm glad you pointed that, pointed that out. We don't want everybody to get the idea that... That John Wick's Michael Vick and these dogs. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, no, these dogs are... Um, these dogs are trained to, to attack people and fend for themselves. Uh, now, they the way they do it to get them to... Uh, to attack the people, she, you know, pretends like they're playing a game and, with the stump people, and they're having a good time. So, she's using fun to kind of... Uh, To kind of help these dogs along. And I, I look forward to actually seeing, like, now that I, uh, I've seen this, I'm going to kind of uh, key in on the the dogs and their acting performance. And um, I will absolutely be sure that this movie does not do well if the acting from these canines are subpar. I will take n nothing but the best. <laughs> Alright, so. Now, something probably everyone's been not only anticipating, but expecting. Lockboy JB. Suing Fortnite. <laughs> I also, Soldier Boy suing Fortnite. 
Yeah, but with Soldier for Boy. Not putting, for not putting that crank dad in there. Yeah. Um, now, uh, so, or not Soldier Boy, goodness. Uh, JB is suing Epic Games for none other than his shoot dance. Uh, and now it goes under the, uh, a different name under the Epic Games, uh, rendition. It is known as Hype. And, uh, I believe this was season four that it came out. Uh, uh, so here we have a, uh, here, here we have a, uh, a quote from, uh, Block Boy's Twitter. He says, every p- time somebody, and then this is quote unquote, every time somebody does my dance, they give credit to at Fortnite game, but they ain't create nothing but the game. So basically, they taking money and credit for my shit. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, I'm not emphasizing any of the D's that the D's are in there. Uh, and now when um, now when uh asked, you know, asked about it, Epic Games. Offered up no comment. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. So now, on top of uh, two milli and uh, Alfonso, and then also, um. Snoop Dogg might also be putting, uh, he might also be throwing his hat in this ring with the, uh, I don't know exactly what the emote is called, but I do know that his, uh, drop it like it's hot, uh, I think they call it, like, clean or something, or so fresh, and that's also a, uh, emote in the game, and that's probably something... Um, that will come back to haunt them. I don't honestly. I don't know how they're still making the game. Like I don't. I don't know how they're still in business. You have this many. You have this many lawsuits. If half of these go through, then they will be bankrupt. Because honestly, I don't think people are buying Virgin Bucks anymore. Bucks. It's um, I honest, I haven't played the game in months. Me too. Yeah. So I honestly, barely played it from the get go. Yeah, and I, it's obviously it's not trending anymore. Uh, you'll see the uh, the occasional misguided soul. Do a emote, uh, you know, at a family gathering here and there, but it's not a craze like it was. Um, it's really starting to die out, and uh, it's starting to go into remission. Uh, so I think that uh, 
Epic Games, I don't know what other games they make, but they gotta do something with it. Uh, they gotta do something quick, because they're gonna end up... They're doing something now. What are they doing? It's something to do with Subnautica. Oh, uh, well, I didn't know people were still playing Subnautica anyways, so... But, um, I don't, still waiting on results for half of these lawsuits. Uh, once at, you guys will be the first to know when one of these come through. Uh, and now, the big thing is when it comes to the, uh, when it comes to these emotes, it's not a question of... It's not a question of like stealing their um, stealing the dance. Uh, each one, you know, each of these creators are calling it appropriation, saying that they're taking you know this culture and appropriating it. Because, like, uh. Like Chance the Rapper said, they're not, uh, you know, it would be better if they played the actual songs behind these, these emotes, you know, the actual songs. That way, you're getting, you know, you're giving, I guess as you would say, clout to these content creators that, you know, created the, and originated the move. But if you're just taking, you're taking this, you're changing it just a tiny bit, just, just a teensy bit, not too noticeably, and you're putting it out there and making money off of it, you're not putting the song behind it, you're putting your own thing behind it, which may not even fit with the, you know, with the move itself, but you're doing it anyways. And I would say like two-fourths of the, well, half the time, it doesn't fit. Yeah. And, okay, well, it's a notification. So... I really should put this on mute. Uh, anyways. <sighs> anyways. Uh, they call it corporate jack swag, uh, swagging. They call it corporate jack swag jacking. And basically, this is, um, how they make money off of the, the dance. Wow, I, I just pulled up the article, and... He's about to hit the hardest shoot that anyone's ever seen. Honestly, I think he's going to use more than 2% of his power on this one. Damn, he'll destroy like 15 realms doing that shit. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, he, uh. So the swipe it emote. 
Oh, and then the dip also. The dip is uh, basically the yeet. And that came from a vine uh, creator. Mm. And now, they have uh, made 80 million, uh, 80 million monthly online players in less than two years, which is valued at $15 billion. Which, obviously, you know, the, um, the game itself, the Save the World, is only $30. So, that means a large, of, uh, large chunk of this money is coming from the in-game purchases, the emotes, the skins. Uh, and none of these, uh originators are getting any of the profits um and now like uh like stated in a previous episode what they're saying is um what they're saying is that you can copyright a series of dance movements and a choreographed piece but not an individual move and uh, and Ian Eastwood, uh, a choreographer, said that Epic Games is finessing the reality that it's hard to copyright dance. And uh, Ian Eastwood has actually worked with uh, Chance the Rapper and Childish Gambino. And as you can see from Childish Gambino's um, sober video, his choreograph, uh, his choreographer is a choreographer, excuse me, knows his stuff. That was honestly one of the best choreographed videos I've ever seen. So this, this guy knows his stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. He also says that uh, they're selling the exact move and doing a Target brand version naming of it. Uh, and he says that, uh, you know, if they were selling, if they were saying the name of the dance, it would be easier to pin down that they were stealing something. Um, and obviously, Epic Games has no comment. Um, so, and now, and what's, and what the main thing is with the creators. Did you just send me a message just now? Maybe. <laughs> Alright. Um so what's end up happening is you got these small children who know nothing of pop culture. So they see this dance and they like it. They see this this man, you know, they see their favorite John Wick skin jumping up and down and throwing their arm back and forth. And they're like Wow, I really like this. And they start doing it. And they're like, oh, what's that dance called? And they're like, oh, this is the hype. So now, it is only being referred to as hype and not the shoot as, you know, it was created. And, um... It's leading to false credit. Yeah, and they're basically reaping the benefits. And 
like I said, not even the uh, not even the music is being played. So they gain nothing, but they are losing a lot. And Blockboy's uh, a logic uh, logical mind here. Um, I'm a I'm gonna end this uh, portion with a, a quote from him. Um, he states that. Uh, he says that uh, they erased by uh, it says it makes sense why Fortnite would want to bring the same sense of communal joy into gameplay but by simply taking it they erased the black roots of the move uh, Blockboy then uh, states here he says they know what they're doing I don't care for money I just want my credit. And that's all one could ask for. Um, I mean, he's not ask here, out here begging for money. He just wants what a, a logical mind would want. He just... He, he wants his, his credit. He created this move, and you guys are taking the move, and stealing the fan base of the move. So, um, now, so, Blockboy is dealing with, uh, Blockboy is dealing with Fortnite, stealing his, his creations, and a Florida woman is dealing with, uh, a bullet wound after, uh, she performed a sex act for five dollars. And a can of Pringles. <laughs> now, before I continue, I'd like to state uh, her injuries uh, are not life threatening. She is okay. Um, just traumatized for the rest of her life. Yeah, she she probably is traumatized. She will never eat a can of Pringles ever again. Was the big can of Pringles or was it the little snack ones? Uh, I believe it was a big can of Pringles. Oh. Um, it doesn't, uh, really say, but, um, this happened at a Shell station. That's why I never go to Shell gas stations, because you, ne- you can never trust them. Yeah. But, um, uh, and so they they found her. And she had a gun wound, uh, a gunshot wound in her shoulder. They took her to the hospital, and that's, you know, no life-threatening injuries. And then, you know, when they started to investigate, she told them that she performed sexual uh, sexual favors in exchange for $5 and some Pringles. And actually, um, it doesn't... Like, the wording here, it says some Pringles. So, I'm not sure if it's a can, or if he just had a can of Pringles, like, in his car, half-eaten, and she was like, hey, can I get some of those? It was a pizza can. She was really hungry. It's been those long days swinging that pussy around. Sometimes it makes you hungry, I guess. And, um, so... Uh, after the act, 
Um, the man demanded his $5 back. It must have been whack as hell. Um, it must have been very subpar. Yeah, subpar. And then shot her in the shoulder and ran off. In all honesty, her lips were probably crusty. <laughs> and I don't uh, I have no further comment. Just her lips were crusty. Which <laughs> lips? Probably both pairs. Well, that, you, sc- <laughs> you scroll down, and actually, um, there's some comments here on the article. This is local10.com, by the way. Um, David David says here, at least she got the Pringles. Because that's all that matters in life. Yes. Um... Uh, it says here, uh, uh, and drug, so it says here, uh, so someone said sad commentary to her values and his also. Someone replied and said, when you're homeless, hungry, you will do anything for food. The sad commentary should really be that society needs to handle the homelessness issue better. And then someone else, John Hoff, said, and drug or alcohol use has nothing to do with it, of course. The guy should have called Math in 3D, who would have gladly done it for free. And, um. He goes on, the same person goes on to say, you're just mad because your mom got shot while she was working. And she didn't, and she didn't pay. Hopefully she ate the Pringles. Yeah. So. Glad everyone's taking this so lightheartedly. Uh, you know, it's good to have some comedic relief after uh, a great tragedy of the sorts. Um, then there's also somebody that compares um, men- homeless people that are mentally ill to Trump voters who he states are mentally ill. Yeah. It's, uh, don't you wish. But, uh, now this is uh, a Florida woman. I mean, I guess you probably could have guessed. Um, yeah, this, stuff like this only happens in Florida. Florida and probably Texas. But, uh... Anyhow, uh, on to another just absolutely ridiculous, just, I I don't know what people are thinking. Um, this man, alright, you ever, you ever get home from work, and you're like, wow, my lower back really hurts. I wish that there was some inexpensive remedy to make my back feel better. First time I see how in this shit. You said what? I see hot fix I see hot fix everything. Yeah. Or I see hot. Or you can inject yourself with your own semen. Uh
Hold on. It don't work like that, Chief. Well, to this man it does. Um, so, he was feeling lower back pain. And so, he decided that he was going to start... Uh, a 33-year-old man started to inject his own semen into a vein in his arm. Uh, once a month for a year and a half. 18 doses uh, doses total. And nobody really knows where this... Uh, this idea came from. Um, most actually say that uh, Albert Einstein himself traveled forward in time to give this uh, remedy to him. Um, when Einstein wrote the theory of relativity, nobody really knew what it was. Nobody understood it. it but he said it was ahead of its time. So what did Albert Einstein do? He went ahead in time and gave it to this man who knew exactly what to do with it. And that was inject himself with his own cum. Man. Um, so... I wish I could say it could be like that sometimes, but it really don't... Be. Yeah, it, it just doesn't. But he ended up going to the so hospital. About this. So, so did the doctors. Uh, he went to the hospital and... Uh, not because of his arm or anything, but he had severe, uh, sudden onset of lower back pain after he lifted a heavy steel object three days before. It's probably his wife. <laughs> um, if he's injecting himself with his own semen, I doubt there's a wife involved. But Oh, he was trying to pick up the wife. That's how he hurt his lower back. <laughs> well, um, I hope she stays with him because uh, he's going to need someone to help pay for this medical bill. Uh, so he goes there for his back pain, and during the examination, you know, he's going to, the doctor's looking at his back, and he notices that he has a forearm like Popeye's after eating some spinach. And so he sees it's all red and swollen, and he's like, uh, you care to explain to me why your arm is has a, a, a 12-inch radius? And so he told the doctor about his, uh, his little self-concoction that he has cooked up, and, uh, and then he, he admitted to probably what's the worst part of this entire article, uh, his most recent injection, instead of uh, one dose, he actually gave himself three doses, injecting mm -hmm. both his vein and his muscle. Mm, Jesus Christ. And as any sane, normal person with a brain would do, he opted to leave the hospital without getting any of the fluid drained from his arm. So as soon as his back pain improved, he was discharged. Nothing all in his arm.
Uh, and it's actually funny. I'm getting a whole bunch of like pop-up ads for back pain relief on this. Um, now, this is the first reported case of semen injection for the, uh, the use of medical treatment. Uh, this is what the doctor wrote in his case study, titled uh, Semenly. Uh, and so, basically the lesson here, don't inject yourself with anything unless you're trained to do so. Uh, especially something like this that has no need to be in your body. Um, uh, now this next line I don't agree with. It says, leave the experimenting up to the medical professionals and only treat yourself with doctor-approved remedies. I'm not going to let a medical professional experiment. That's not the right word to use. Uh, I don't want them testing. Like, if they have a seminal remedy that they have tested and said, yeah, this is safe on humans, I'm not using it. It doesn't matter. Not even if it's mine, because that's still not... I don't care if it cures cancer. That's some bogus stuff right there. This had to take place in Florida. Um, actually, Dublin. I don't know where uh, Dublin is. Ireland. Oh. Well, there you go. Irish people are crazy. Well, you know, I was thinking that it was some some old southern white man down in Florida. Talking about some Rachel, bring me the damn heroin needles. I need to inject my monthly dosage of pass. <laughs> oh, wow. That uh, personation is spot on. Um, so, yeah. So... That's, I don't know what else to say on that. It's just, um, there's just some things you don't do, some things that shouldn't be done. And some things that are done that shouldn't be done is, um, this man right here. He, uh, this is a Missouri man. Uh... And they searched two homes, and from these two homes, they seized 58 grams of methamphetamine, a gun, and then also a, uh, a stolen ATV and a s stolen horse trailer. Normally, when there's a whole bunch of meth, there's also a whole bunch of stolen shit. Yeah. Also, this man is a six-foot giant. Can you imagine a six-foot meth head coming at you? Damn. It's like the ultimate boss in Dark Souls. <laughs> he did all of this only using 0.025% of his power, too. Yeah. Um, oh, and don't forget the most important part. They found a dead bald eagle, eagle in his uh, home. Uh, What's this dude that had it in the freezer? I don't know if this was the dude that had it in the freezer. Uh, yep, this was the dude that had it in the freezer. 
Um, so, uh, Ozark's Drug Enforcement Team, and the McDonald County Sheriff's Office, and the Anderson Police Department uh, had two search warrants, and they searched these homes. Um, they found the dead bald eagle in the freezer, and uh, basically said, I want nothing to do with this, and so... The sheriff. That was dinner. <laughs> yeah the the uh, the sheriff turned it over to uh, Missouri Department of Conservation. Obviously, it's a federal crime to kill a bald eagle or a golden eagle. Uh, and he also, uh, it's also illegal to possess one, living or dead. So, whether he killed it. So, he, this man could go to jail for killing it, if he did, or he's definitely going to jail for just having it. Um, still doesn't know how the uh, rooster, uh, or how the eagle uh, came to be in the freezer. And This man can face at least six charges for all of this shit. Yeah. Uh, that's he. I mean, he's going to jail for for a while. Cause, I mean, the bald eagle ain't no joke. We take that seriously around here. And that's a lot of fucking meth. Yeah, that is a lot of meth. Um, and he's sixty five years old, so any sentence he gets is basically a life sentence. Uh, his name is James Kibbett. Uh, and he already has outstanding warrants in Newton County. So, uh, Shit. so he's got those charges, and now he's got these bald eagle charges that he has to deal with. Uh, um, so yeah, uh, so lots of meth, a gun, an ATV, and a horse trailer, along with a bald eagle. This man. Most likely had plans to eat the bald eagle. I mean, no one puts something in the freezer that you don't plan to eat. I mean, this happened, uh... Well, he could have been preserving the caucus so he can get stuffed. I guess so, but no meth head has that kind of rational thought. Like, that's too normal for a meth head to... I mean, like, if I found a bald eagle, I'd be like, yeah, I want to go get this taxidermied. I mean, methods are pretty much on the same level as crackheads to the point where they can probably do anything mm. and not even understand the reason recognition behind it or the reasoning behind it. So, crackheads can literally jump off of two story houses and. Get right back up and walk away and say I'm fine. Yeah, with with crackheads, they have um, they have enhanced uh, enhanced enhanced abilities, such as you know they they're faster and they're stronger and they're more durable. Um, meth heads, meth heads are super strong. Uh, they have an, uh, enhanced strength, and also 
I'm pretty sure you could stab one in the neck 40 times and it would not die. Um, Same thing with crackhead. I don't know if crackheads are as durable. I mean, crackheads, I, I don't know if you could stab a crackhead. Now, if you were to, like, shoot a crackhead, he'd probably still come after you. Uh, if you threw him off the Empire State Building, he'd probably climb the side of the building using only his big toes. But, uh, yeah, meth heads, super strong. Uh, they have enhanced, enhanced strength and uh, definitely... Uh, uh, some kind of protective armor around them. Uh, they could probably also read minds. I think that's also uh, one of the lesser known abilities that meth heads have. But, um, yeah. Lesson here is, you find an eagle, don't keep it. Leave it where it is. Or, call somebody. That way, they don't have any evidence that you had any uh, intent on taking it. Um, now, this man here has an intent, uh, but he wants to kill people with kindness. Um, now, before you start feeling all warm in your heart, Kindness is a nickname for his machete. Uh, so this man stabbed his, his neighbor with his machete. And the reason it was? Uh, so it says that... Uh, as to, well, real quick, as to why he's going around stabbing people with machetes rather than, uh, you know, slashing. I don't know who really stabs with a machete. But, uh, so it says here, it doesn't really say why, um, it just says that. Some neighbors uh, went to his home to complain. Uh, uh, they went to his home to complain about a loud noise. And then he came out of the house with a weapon. And then I get... So there he... He uh, started stabbing at the neighbors that came over to complain. And uh, the victim suffered a half-inch cut on his hand. Uh, 30-year-old Stewart was arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without the intent to kill and uh, also aggravated battery. Hmm. So. Uh, moral of the story here is if you got a crazy neighbor and you know it, don't talk to him. Don't even complain about uh, don't even complain about the noise. If his dog comes and takes a fat steaming dump in your yard, you better thank him.
And uh, I don't know why he wouldn't think him from the get go anyway. That's good fertilizer. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, it's not fertilizing your whole yard. It's just that one area, and also it smells horrid. So that's when you go out there and pick it up and spread the wealth. Oh Jesus. <laughs> um so now this is about the most political we're gonna get on this show uh for the time being uh we all know that we've been in the longest government shutdown that there has been in the history of government shutdowns or so the government wants us to know about and so yeah, yeah, no, I know it's over, but um, this article is from back when the uh, the shutdown was still in. Um, so obviously we uh, have come out of the shutdown with uh, without a wall, but I think that uh, this plan could have been the the the, the key. Uh, so, an Arizona uh, state lawmaker proposed an idea to uh, to start charging a $20 fee for people who want to view online per- pornography in order to uh, raise money for building the border wall. Now, this would only go for uh, between Arizona but imagine if every state did this. We could build a wall between us in Mexico, us in Canada, us in the Pacific and Atlantic Ocean. That's, uh... And so... Yeah, so, and this is actually like a bill that's trying to get passed. Uh, a bill... 2444 uh, proposed by state representative uh, Gail Griffin uh, it would require makers and distributors of internet connected devices to ship such devices with blocking software that renders a website that displays obscene material inaccessible by default uh, under the bill any internet user who wants to deactivate the blocking software would have to pay a one time deactivation fee of at least $20 to the Arizona Commerce Authority. So basically, it's it's like a pay-to-win, except in this case, it's a pay-to-nut. Uh, so what they're going to... What, what this plan was, was to block all your shit up and make you pay 20 bucks one time. And boom, you got all your stuff back. If everyone in the state did it, they'd have a wall. Uh, so the money would be used to establish uh, the what the bill calls the John McCain Human Trafficking and Child Exploitation Prevention Fund. Hmm. Uh, it also says that uh, the fund would provide grants 
to government agencies and private entities that work to uphold community standards of decency for the purpose of strengthening families and developing, expanding, or strengthening programs for victims of sex offenses. Uh, so basically, to accomplish that, uh, the bill provides a list of 10 types of projects that could be funded by the what they are calling the porn fee. The first thing that they want to do is build a border wall between Mexico and the state of Arizona. Or form, uh, fund border security. Either or. And well, I, what people don't understand is it does not get more patriotic than have a big-ass wall. Exactly. I mean... Imagine and imagine us putting like a sick ass paint job on it, right? On on our side, we uh we put a, a giant like American flag paint job on it, right? Mm-hmm. And on Mexicans on the uh, the Mexico side, because we're not intolerant, we love Mexicans, we're also going to put a giant American flag up there. So win win. We put some Mexican artwork on the other side too, like some some sugar skulls and some um some sand and. <laughs> you said sand. And some um. I don't know. Whatever, whatever else is Mexican. Jose and his low rider. <laughs> so, so yeah. So the, now this isn't all uh, only to uh, fund border security, um, which, by the way, they're calling this porn fee uh, highly unconstitutional. Uh, it's. Uh, basically, they're saying that. Uh, now, well, I, I sort of agree. We had the right to nut. Yes, that is also that. That is actually like in the fine print in the First Amendment violation, uh, or in the First Amendment that uh, free press, free speech, uh, pursuit of happiness, and the right to nut. Now. This isn't this isn't something that hasn't been tried to do uh, that hasn't been done before. Uh, Rhode Island tried to do it back in March of last year, uh, and basically now when it was done back in March, it did it didn't include the border wall. You know the border wall wasn't uh, uh, in the plans at all, but. Uh, but they're saying that this could be limiting one's First Amendment right of free speech. Uh, so that's why this isn't going to work, or why it didn't work. Uh, they also say that 
on top of blocking uh, software, uh, uh, on top of blocking the uh, quote-unquote obscene content in general, they would also be blocking uh, access to websites that display revenge pornography by default or that uh, or that facilitate prostitution. Uh, so, you know, prostitution porn, revenge porn, they're, they're blocking it. Uh, they're going to block it. Uh, and obviously the, uh, because of the Arizona law or general law everywhere, uh, per prohibiting the sexual exploitation of children. Uh, so they're blocking violation or they're blocking websites that, Violate, you know, laws against sex trafficking and uh, trafficking for the purpose of forced labor, aka slavery. Um, and then distributors, they're not gonna, uh, they're not gonna be required to block any social media sites as to because they already have, you know, these guidelines set in place where they they're removing these obscene content. So, what is coming as first trying to raise money, they're now just trying to limit pornography. And so, now the, obviously, these websites are going to fight back. Uh, they're going to seek damages of up to $500 for each website. And, uh... So that's what the, the the bill is going to require. They're going to seek damages of up to five hundred dollars for each website displaying obscene material, uh, or for each accessible website that was reported but not blocked within a reasonable amount of time. And uh, so that's that was the plan. Block, make people pay for porn, and then block bad porn. Obviously, it didn't work, so we have to come away from this uh, without a wall, and Arizona is still going to lose their porn. So, uh, feels bad, man. Feels bad. So, that's... I mean, I mean, if, if you, you guys, guys have, have any, any uh, other plans to to fund fund a wall or anything of the sorts, make, make sure, sure to uh, hit DC, DC up and, and let, let them, them know. know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't uh, with this. I I don't know. Um, Twenty bucks seems kind of steep. I mean. Am I the only one who's not willing to pay 20 bucks for porn? I won't even pay the 20 seconds it takes to watch one of the ads. So why am I going to pay 20 bucks and still probably have to watch ads? Just not for me. Um, nice attempt. 
Uh, I think it really could have went somewhere. Uh, my thoughts and prayers go out to Arizona. You guys are uh, good luck on trying to watch porn uh, in peace. And so now as we wind down and come into the closing of the episode, um, I'm just going to make a few announcements here. Uh, so, I have some big things planned. Uh, I'm going to try to... I'm putting into motion some things that will make this podcast uh, a couple notches better. I'm always looking to improve. Uh, you know, me and John are going are gonna to really work and try to make sure that this is as enjoyable as it can be. Uh, however that is, we will find something and we will uh, we'll take suggestions as well. Uh, uh, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm going to be more active on the Twitter. We're going to be trying to, you know, answer questions. Uh, and just all around being more active with the viewers. So, uh, John, do you have anything to say? Any closing statements? All right. Uh, looks like we're having technical difficulties. So, uh, I will just close out the episode. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into another episode of Filtering the BS, a podcast. Oh, John, you there? I'm here, Mike. All right. Uh, I was just making some closing statements. Do you have anything to close with? Not necessarily. All right, then. Then, like I was saying, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Filtering the BS, a podcast. Um... Really uh, appreciate all the support, all, all the, the, the messages. Just uh, make sure you guys tune back in. And we're going to try to have a schedule out, and we'll try to stick to that schedule as much as possible. And if we can't stick to it, we'll try to let you guys know ahead of time. Um, but with that being said, thank you for tuning in once again. Make sure you stay woke.